I'm Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan, and it may be the birthday drinks talking, but the lead she wants to follow is the White Rabbit. Hi, I'm Willa Wilson. I play Renette Bollinger, the near and pitiful sidekick in the shadow of Bonette. <laughs> the fluffiest bunny. <laughs> so cute. I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, the town menace, currently a drunken mess with a twisted ankle, but she'd rather die while she's living than live while she's dead. That's a Jimmy Buffett quote for anyone who's, I'm keeping it up. I'm going to do it. My name is Jonah Knight, and this is Roll to Metal. This is part three of The Marvelous Magical Murdered Magnus. It's written by Alicia Furness. You can follow the link in our show notes to learn more about her and the other games that she has written and that she is writing. We're on an every other week release schedule for Brindlewood Bay right now. But hey, I hope you're enjoying those bonus actual plays in season two of the feed. Spirit of 77, Call of Cthulhu, they came from beneath the sea, and right now there is some escape from Dino Island. We'll be back in two weeks with part four of the marvelous, magical, murdered Magnus. Okay, let's go. It's Georgie's birthday. Still, Georgie. Tonight started off great. It was a wonderful birthday all day. And you even got to see this amazing show of fantastic illusions. Right now, you and your friends are still a little tipsy. And sure, there's a dead guy under the stage. But that shouldn't define you or your birthday. One of your friends tried to take control of this investigation, and now she has a twisted ankle. And last you saw her, she was sort of limping towards the front of sirens. How do you feel about how... Birdie's doing on your birthday. Georgie feels so grateful that her friends planned this night and or came along with her on this night and planned the whole day. And she just is really grateful that Birdie stepped up to take charge when Georgie and Renette were a little tipsy and not really, you know, we were real focused on our water and Bonnet. So it was a good thing that Birdie was sure things go wrong sometimes, but that just seems pretty normal for us. And speaking of Bonnet, your other friend spent some time crawling around under the stage and she's got a little bit of dust on her, which maybe you can help her with later if you wanted to point it out. But she also came out with this wonderful bunny. And you can see her just whispering little sweet nothings into this little fluff ball's floppy ears. You are my child. You are my fluffy little child, and I love you. (laughs) How do you feel about how Renette is doing on this birthday? I always thought that she needed a a furry little friend, and I think it's great that she found one. (laughs) Well, the camera is on you as you're backstage. Both of your friends sort of like are tending to something else at this very moment. But there you are in the hallway and you're sort of staring down as Brett the EMT crawls backwards out of the crawl space under the stage. And he looks up at you. Yeah, yeah, he's no more. 
What happened? Did you see anything? Well, we didn't see anything happen, and I, I, I presume that's kind of what went wrong. He was supposed to have escaped the water tank, and I, I suppose descend from somewhere, but it looks like none of that happened. I don't know. You're the expert. What it, What does it seem like to you? Uh, I I mean, he's not breathing. Uh, uh, that's, that's probably pretty obvious. No, he's, uh, I mean, he's wet, but it doesn't look like he drowned. That's going to be, that's going to be someone else who, who sort of figures out exactly what happened to him, I guess. Oh, this is, this is the, the magician? Yes. Okay. Yeah, my, my mom always said not to trust magic, I guess. I guess she was right. I'm going to run back out and bring in some more equipment. Looks like no one's back here. I'm just going to close this door. And uh, if you see anybody trying to go under there, maybe don't, don't let anybody go under there. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Just if you see anyone going under there, don't let them. But you don't have to stay here. But if you see, okay, I'll be back I'll, in a minute. I'll be back in a minute. I'll stay here. <laughs> I'll yell at people who come near. Okay, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'll be back in just a minute. And he gets up and brushes off his knees, jogs down the hall. And the camera follows him a little bit. And as he rounds the corner into the Siren's uh, main bar audience area, it stops on Birdie. Birdie, where are you at this moment? Uh, I'm at the bar. Uh, I have two glasses in hand. One is just full of ice, and I have my whole ass foot up on the counter, um, just nursing this ankle, pressing this like glass of ice. I could have gotten like a bag of ice, but I want I specifically ordered two glasses, um, and I'm just I'm nursing a drink because it's ha- it's not been my day. I'm trying to steer, steer clear of the, the makeup uh, person, LaShawn, um, who definitely seems to have it out for me, understandably, because I'm fine. I'm not tipsy. Anyways, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> Brett notices you as he sort of like jogs by, does a little nod and keeps going. Sally's still behind what the bar. What the help are you? Hello? I'm injured. Just shout at him, it's fine. He stops and comes back. He looks like he still wants to go outside. I'm sorry, you you're injured? What what happened? I'm suffering. I twisted my ankle. Oh. Oh, geez. I'm s I didn't even Okay. Uh, Okay. Can I take your shoe off? No. Well, because I can I've got some weirdo? What do you want? uh, I can I can wrap it. Did you want me to look at your ankle? It takes her like a good solid 30 seconds to agree to it. She's just staring at him, trying to figure out his game. She's like, but you're not going to, you're not taking my shoe. Well, I have to take it off. It's a, but it's you're a... not taking it forever. No, I've I mean, been I... through this before. Okay. No, I, don't, I don't want your shoe. Uh, but I've you, been I... to fucking concerts and I've lost my shoes. I'm, I need to keep my shoes. Okay. These yes. are very expensive. If it would make you feel better, you can take off your shoe, and then I'll look at your foot after you've taken it off. I take off my shoe. He sort of situates himself 
down by your foot, almost like from your position, this looks like he might want to do some reflexology, but uh, he's really sort of like being very careful about touching the down the sides of the, the feet Ow. and then the ankle. Oh, does it, this is where it hurts. No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, I, I just thought it was going to, so I said ow first. Right, right. Okay. Um, let me know when it does hurt and he gets to your heel. When this... does it hurt, Jonah? Oh, I don't know. It's twisted. It's ow, uh... Oh, there part. it is. The oh. twisted part. <laughs> the part that's twisted there. Oh, you know what? It looks like you're going to get a bruise right here. But, and, and he like slowly rotates your foot up. Slowly moves it back a little bit of side to side. Sees some reactions like, okay, all right. You know what? I don't think this is a bad sprain. It does. It looks like some Tylenol or some ibuprofen or something. But I can bring in one of those uh, those flexi bandages. I've got one out in the ambulance. I can just wrap your ankle if you want to stay here. That might be able to help you. But really, if you just stay off of it for a day or so, you'll probably feel a lot um... better. Okay, cool. So what do I do if I'm not going to do that? If you're not going to stay off of it? Yeah, I mean, I drove us here. I guess um, it just means it'll take longer to heal. The fastest way for it to heal would be to wrap it. You're already here. It's rice. Uh, I always remember it's rice, which means R is for wrap it. Ice for ice it. We drink to forget. <laughs> and Renette appears on the bar stool next to you with um. That's a, not a what rice spells. She's um not not nursing, but um sipping uh avidly at another drink while also feeding a little cucumber to Renette. She stole the cucumber from the, behind the bar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she just appeared right in the bar stool next to you. It's uh, probably gonna be fine. It'll be fine. I've done so much worse. No, yeah. it, it should be fine. We're just gonna if you you ice it, you elevate it. R is wrap. No rest. 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 It's rest. Oh, rest. It's, right. Um, rest and ice. Rum, ice, comma Smirnoff. Um. <laughs> uh. Coconut for the rum. Um, and then it's good. I don't think it's it's not coconut. I don't think it's coconut. um, It's good. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to run out there and get a couple of things and I'll be right back. And And just stare at him. Yeah, there he goes. And for a moment, you can't find your shoe. Oh my God, he took my fucking shoe. Renette took it. (laughs) We're fucking useless. Oh, can uh, can Renette, um, in her drunken state, do a little um, a cozy activity? Because uh, I don't really, I mean, I am actively, even if my condition of tipsy is being removed, I'm also at this time actively putting it back. But I still just for the story's sake, uh, Renette would like to uh, really quickly just sew a little vest for Bonnette. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm sure you can. So you probably went back to um, one of the costume rooms here, where there's a whole bunch of extra fabric. I don't remember you bringing like a fabric. Yeah, you're, yeah. That's, you're probably right. I yeah. mean, are there any like cloth napkins around? Is this like a fancy joint? Oh yeah. What would you like to make this vest out of? Well, I was thinking maybe if I have a pocket square, 
on me. I could just make a little matching one for Bonnet. Mm-hmm. I could whip that up. So you're now making this vest mm-hmm. here at the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it on Bonnet. Okay. That is the end goal. Okay. Bonnet has a vest. Yeah, it seems like this is really taking your focus at this time. Mm-hmm. This is very important. Yeah. And what were you using Bertie's shoe for with the vest? I was holding it. She was, She took it off and she was holding it and then it was in front of my face. So I figured, oh, I'll hold this for you. Just stole my shoe. That's fine. Yeah. I yeah. think that while Renette is just like busy, hyper, hyper focused onto this, I think Bertie's just like talking her ear off. And in just a very casual, like they've done it all the time. Like they've done it so many times where Renette's just like focused on making something and your, um, and Bertie's just complaining to complain. I think, I don't know. I, I know we didn't like know that a murder was going to happen, but I feel like we just ruined Georgie's birthday and, you know, we had it all perfect and it was going to be so nice. And I just feel like, <laughs> Everywhere we go, we always find another murder, and it just, like, it's fine. It, I mean, it's not fine, but why couldn't we have, like, one night for Georgie without without any of this crazy stuff? You know? Renette holds up the bunny, now wearing a vest. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you, you always understand what I'm talking about. Renette just nods and sniffles a little bit. You are my child. Wait, oh my God, where's Georgie? Oh, yeah. How's your ankle doing? What ankle? I just hop off the stool. <laughs> yeah, is it better now that did, did I don't, that I can't effective, hear you. Was that an effective cozy move? Oh, sure. Uh, you have just done our very first cozy move. You were engaged in an intimate moment with another maven and a bunny. And while you were doing your cozy activity, while you were making um, Bunnett's vest, vest. Yes, very important. Brett came back and wrapped Bertie's ankle. And this sort of happened in the middle of the conversation and neither of you noticed. So that by the time you got to the end and you're holding up the bunny... Bertie, your ankle does feel better. And because this was a successful cozy move, well, some things are about to happen. First of all, Bertie, would you like your tipsiness or your twisted ankle to go away because of the cozy move? Probably my twisted ankle because, I mean, Bertie shouldn't be the one talking anyways, but she's kind of the, like, the runner So I feel like she needs her physicality a bit more. Well, Renette, by successfully completing the cozy move, you feel like having finished this vest, you're beginning to sober up. Hmm. I take another drink. (laughs) Well, you can... No, really, I mean... (laughs) You can absolutely do that, though there is a moment where you feel pretty clear-headed... And you look down at your bunny and your bunny's brand new vest and all of the emotions that you've been pouring into this little bunny. And you see them for the first time in the clear light of sobriety. Why am I covered in hair? 
this is so gross. And I, I take that was your like child or something. Look at my blazer. I need a drink if I'm gonna have to deal with this. Oh, what? <laughs> I can't. I start oh. looking for Georgie. Renette's got her own crisis. She's got to figure it out herself. Mm-hmm. All right, Birdie, you get up. Uh, did you put the shoe back on? You're just sort of walking around with one shoe right now. Oh my God, where's my shoe? All oh, right, fine. <laughs> Birdie, you're taking a moment to put your shoe on. <laughs> Renette, you're taking a moment to maybe have another drink yeah. because you want your condition back. I want you my just condition got back because I need Bonnet. No, you don't. I love these Bonnet. Yeah. That's why Bonnet I didn't say it not. in the accent. And as you're getting another drink from Sally, who has decided to keep the bar open because why not? They're paying customers. She's kind of a little confused. Now, Bertie, you're kind of not in this moment because there's another side effect of the cozy move. Renette, you can see that Sally is sort of distracted and she's sort of looking around. She's getting you your drink, but sort of puts it down, not even really looking at you. She's looking for something under the counter. What, what, what shall can I get another cucumber for my friend here? Yeah, I can. Yeah, do that. what? What is that? Where the cucumbers are? What, you got, uh, got any carrots? Oh, do we have carrots? No, we don't have any. I'll get you a cucumber. Okay. Um, no, I'm looking. Um, I can't find that. We have a toolbox that's usually behind the bar that we keep for emergencies. There's a hammer and a wrench and a couple of screwdrivers and things and mm-hmm. duct tape. <laughs> it makes sense because screwdrivers at the bar. That, that's a drink. Oh, yeah. No, those. Oh, the, right. Kind yes. Of, okay. Kind of screwdriver. Okay. Yeah. It was that's, what you would, okay. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's usually right here. I have to. I don't know. It's not here. I have to go look around for it. I what, guess. what do you need it for? I don't need it for anything right now, but I just noticed that it's not here and it is normally here. So I'm going to have to. Hmm. Gonna have I to wonder go. where it might have gone to. Who else works behind the bar? Is it just you? No, the, I mean all the all the girls come back here. The wait staff, all the employees. It's not it's not that anyone is necessarily prohibited, hmm. but um, I remember it being here when I came in. I just didn't notice. You know, it gets busy. We had yeah. a great crowd tonight. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look huh. around. Yeah, find out where that thing went. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look. I have to look for it. Yeah. Thank you for the cucumber. A missing toolbox can go on your clue list. Mm-hmm. That's clue number three, correct? Yes. We are not doing great, guys. What are you talking about? We're awesome at this. <laughs> I feel okay. great. I feel fine. So the clues that we have are with a newspaper clipping, bonnet. And the missing toolbox? Is that yep. what it was? Yes. Gotcha. And the camera brings us back to the hallway in the back. And Georgie, sort of standing alone in the hallway, uh, you can hear movement on the stage. Is there anything that you would like to do while you are back here alone, Georgie? Georgie has seated herself next to the trap door because she fully plans on shooing people away who are not her friends (laughs) and uh she has opened her little her knitting 
fiber bag and has pulled out a crochet hook and some yarn and is happily making a small top hat for Bonnet. And she thinks it's the most hilarious thing she's ever thought of, like ever. I'm going to make a top hat for the bunny to wear. It's going to be great. (laughs) So that's what she's doing. (laughs) I look forward to seeing it. I think (laughs) as you're, as you're working on this, you're very focused on what you're doing. And so you don't really notice the the guy with the long red hair coming down the steps from the stage into the hallway. You don't notice him until he's on the steps. And then he sees you on the ground and sort of pauses for a moment. Oh, don't mind me. I got to go find, uh, gotta go find some of my tools. I think I stuck them in this dressing room over here. How you doing? You all right? All things considered, I'm... Doing okay, I suppose. Tonight we all just had some bad damn luck, huh? Some of us more than others. Ain't that the truth. You left your tools in the dressing room. Well, I got some of them on the stage, and I got some of them over there, and I don't know, they get, they get scattered around. LaShawn keeps moving my stuff, and I don't, don't appreciate it, but what you gonna do, huh? So he goes into one of the dressing rooms. And he comes back out with a belt, a big old tool belt with lots of stuff hanging off of it. And he's sort of tying it around his waist as he comes out. He sort of pauses in front of you as he fastens the belt, puts his hands on his hips, just kind of looks at you a little bit, nods, looks around, nods. This is Jim, the safety coordinator, right? Is that this person? Yes. And Georgie and Bertie, or Georgie and Renette, were in earshot when Bertie was talking to them, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think some of it, most of that conversation was with LaShawn. Mm-hmm. And while you got the gist of it, there may be some of the details, especially because Jim Hat was on the top of the ladder. His his Some of his stuff maybe didn't carry, but you probably picked up some of that conversation. I think Georgie, because she's sitting down, looks up at him and just asks um what do you think happened here anthony told us that these escape tricks are the safest thing they you can do because you you ensure that it's safe and it and it doesn't seem like magnus drowned so he must have gotten out of the box what do you what do you think happened yeah i don't um hmm. well here's what i can say right now is that they're gonna try to say it's my fault and i'm gonna say it's not my fault because that tank was working just fine. And yes, he indeed, he, he did get out. He got out and he got under the stage. So, safe as houses. I'm up in the, in the fly space now looking to see if there's anything strange up there. I'm not seeing anything. I'm just going to go through everything one at a time. Take things apart if I have to. But um, right now, I don't, I don't know what happened. I know I did my job. I know if anybody comes along and says, hey, Jim, you didn't do your job, I'm going to say, that's not true. I did my job. Well, if there's something that I've learned in my days of um, looking into weird things, take pictures of everything before you take it apart, once it's taken apart, video if you have to, just, you know, document. Hmm. Yeah, I got uh and he sort of like starts to rummage around in one of the big pockets on his belt. And he comes out with a wad of folded papers. Said, "Yeah, I got to I got to document. I don't take the pictures, 
but I do have to write down everything. Like I got checklists, all kinds of checklists. If they come up to me and they're like, Jamie didn't do your job right here. Proof. I did my job. Checked everything. Checked. You do um, have a good checklist. Yeah. And he sort of pauses a moment as he's looking at the papers. Oh shit. All right. Hey, I'm gonna go right now. And he rushes back on the stage. Uh, does he, does he rush out of sight or can Georgie follow him for like, can she watch where he's going from where she is sitting? Uh, you might have to like get up and stick your head up the stairs to see him. Like you can still hear him. He's not far away, but you do have to sort of maybe move your positioning a little bit. Okay, I think she uh, takes a piece of paper and writes no touch and puts it on the trap door. <laughs> and then, yeah, that'll do it. And then kind of like, she's not trying to be right behind him, but she wants to have eyes on him because this is a new development. So you move up to the stairs, you're looking out over the stage. And as you're in position, Bertie comes walking down the hall in in your direction and from where you are looking out at the stage you can see jim looking at his checklist folding up all those papers putting it back in his belt you can see fern and deputy bollinger looks like they're talking to joey gold looks like jessica the dancer is out there looks like anthony the assistant is out there and it looks like LaShawn is out there and some combination of those four suspects are talking to the police. And yeah, Jim's looking a little bit more agitated than he was just a few minutes ago as Bertie joins you. How are you feeling? Are you still having fun? I don't know why I asked that. Are you, how, wh- how's it going? What's up? Oh, I am great. Look at this little top hat that I am making for Bonnet. I oh my god. It, I think it's cute. Do you think Renette will like it? I think Renette is going to die. Ooh, bad. Mm, <laughs> she's she'll be really happy about it. Um super great. Yes. I know what you meant. Don't worry about it. Here's this other interesting thing that just happened to me Ooh. while I was sitting here minding my own business, crocheting this little top hat. Um Jim kind of came over and said that he was looking for some tools that were missing. We had a little, he seems to have located them. We had a little chat about checklists. You know how I love checklists. But he pulled them out and he seemed to have realized something maybe was missing. And he kind of ran off and I don't know, look, look, doesn't he look kind of agitated to you? Oh my God. Yeah, no, he looks super agitated. Also, I'm pretty sure I wasn't super listening because I was trying to put my shoe on. Um, but I'm pretty sure there was something about a missing toolbox that oh. was supposed to be behind the I don't know. Renette was talking to whatever whatever her name is at the bar. And um yeah, I don't know. So that's super weird. Like maybe people are maybe this has been like a setup and someone's trying to like frame Jim, or maybe it was Jim. <gasps> I don't know. This is crazy. I mean, he found his tool belt. So what it, do we need to find the missing toolbox? Maybe he seemed very, I don't know. When we were talking, he seemed very earnest, I guess. Like it seemed to me that he, he took his job seriously about safety 
And the fact that it was more that there was may have been something that he overlooked. I mean, I super want to know whatever that is. But Me too. W- w- is it on a list? Like, is he looking at a clipboard right now? Or is he looking specifically at like a list he pulled from his pocket or something? Like a wad of papers. <laughs> he did. He did put those papers back in his tool belt. Um, so right now he looks like he's trying to trace things like there might be something in the ceiling that he's like looking for wires and where they go and he's sort of moving around. There's still all these props and prop pieces, the pyrotechnics, some special lighting. This is all still out there. So the stage area is fairly cluttered at this point. I don't know. Did he seem nice? Do you want to go try and talk to him about it again or... I mean, he seemed nice. I don't see what how it could hurt to go ask. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... You You should do the talking, though, because apparently I might come off as, like, a little abrasive when I'm tipsy or something. I don't know. Oh, that can't be possibly true. I know! I'm so friendly and nice you all are. the time. It's exhausting. Let's go talk to him. It'll be great. <laughs> Renette. Yo, what's up? How many drinks have you had in the um, last few minutes? Uh, just a couple. How are you feeling from it's your... Tipsy again. You're feeling tipsy. like you got... I'm a solid tipsy. That's so unlucky that you got tipsy again. I know. I got the, that condition back. Yeah, I think you did. That's too bad. But this is my child. So fluffy. So how long are you going to stay at the bar or what is, um, what is your plan now? I think now, um, now that Bennett is properly dressed, uh, for the evening, um, we can, uh, go rejoin our compatriots and, um, find out who did the murder. So from where you are, you have sitting at the bar, you have a, a clear view of everybody else that's still here. Mm-hmm. Looks I like pocket a cucumber. Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So you can see your brother, you can see Fern, and you can see everybody else that worked on the show that's still here. Mm-hmm. You don't have a great view of the stage, but Jim is on the stage and he's looking around. Mm-hmm. Are you going towards the back in the hallway, or is there anybody out here that you want to chat with first? I did just learn about a missing toolbox, so I think. I'm going to ask uh, the staff members uh, if they know what happened to the toolbox, because that is my lead right now. Jim is a an employee of the like the magician thing. He's not yes. he's not a, a member of the siren. Right. Right now, Sally is the only official member of the siren oh, okay. around. Everybody else is traveling with this show. OK, OK. If you walked towards where everybody was in the audience first, you would come to Fern and it looks like she's talking to Jessica, the dancer. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit further away is your brother. Nope. And he's mm-hmm. talking to Joey and LaShawn. Okay. That's a nope, not going there. And Anthony is sort of like on his own, um, kind of near the stage, not on the stage. Okay. Okay. Instead of interrupting a conversation, I'm just going to talk to the person who is alone. I'm, I'm going toward Anthony. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that it's 
it's a fairly straight shot and you bump into very few tables on your way there. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, Fern does look up and she smiles at you and waves and then but, goes back yeah. to talking to Jessica. Bonette waves a little foot. Oh, and Fern goes, oh, and then goes back to Jessica. Okay. I feel yeah. like, Bonette, you did, you did, you done good. You done good. And it looks like Anthony has changed. Mm-hmm. He did get out of his makeup. He got out of his costume. Right now, it looks like he's wearing um, like some suit pants. They're kind of bright blue. He's got a tucked in dress shirt. And he's just sort of sitting there fiddling with a pen. Looks like he's trying to waste time. Maybe somebody told him to wait over here until it was his time to talk. And hello. He... Hello. How you holding up since the whole we discovered a body thing? How am I holding up? I'm holding up fine. I'm holding up all right. This is um is this the first time I've experience something like this so i uh right now i feel like it's easy enough to just sort of keep my head down and and think about right now uh and and i'm i'm sure guessing that there's a lot more to come that uh yeah a lot of it hits you later like once the you know once all the things are checked off the list in your home and it's like oh wow Home. You know, you're in a state of, you know, a constant state of, oh, this is a thing, uh, but you can't think of the whole thing. So yeah. uh, it's just like a, it's a weird adrenaline rush, but it also, it doesn't quite feel like one because it's just like, okay, I'm just waiting. But it's because you, you're taking all that energy to get your brain to not think about those things that's going on. And then, then at the end, it, it crashes down and it'll all hit you at once. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it feels feels something like that. Mm. Hey, how come you're um you don't work here? You were in the you were in the audience, right? Yeah, I uh I I mean I, I do some work with the siren sometimes. Um okay. not for this show, obviously, because I was, you know, you're your own thing. Yeah, it's a great space. It's a great space. It really is, yeah. Yeah. Kind of a not the easiest place to get to. Got to take a boat, but uh, yeah. But it's nice. That's part of the fun of it, I think. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Did you like the show? Oh, I had a great time. Yeah. Until, you know. It, right. Yeah. So, um, what'd you think of Jessica? Oh, I thought she seemed lovely. You didn't think having a dancer in this act was a distraction? Um, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I'm not one to, uh, I haven't seen that many magic shows, but mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was a really interesting uh, addition to the dynamic. Okay. Well, good. As long as it wasn't distracting. Oh, you know. has that, that been an issue? Oh, you know, some of the stages that were on, are smaller than this one and mm. having the three of us plus the tables and plus the crates plus the boxes get a little bit crowded yeah yeah does it ever get unsafe when it's uh on a smaller venue oh yeah but well you said you work here you know um anytime you're on stage you have to be safe but uh you know the three of us and jessica doing her shtick uh it's a it's a new addition to the act and it's i don't know it's like 
there's some coordination issues sometimes mm. being too close to each other. I, I don't know. I'm glad, I'm glad you thought that it, she wasn't too distracting, Yeah, but it doesn't, it, I gotta, I gotta say, yeah. it doesn't feel organic mm. to this type of show. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, you, you go to a magic show, you expect a magician and you expect an assistant. Exactly. And that's really all you need. Uh, the, the addition of a dancer was really interesting and it certainly added something to the experience, but I can understand how the, like the logistics and the, the, honestly, the physics of it can get complicated. Yes. Moving from different venue to venue, moving all the, the, the tricks and the equipment and the, uh, not just the costumes, uh, you know, how does that even work? Cause like for a lot of things, it's like, it's a, it's like setting up a whole new stage. Your set and everything. Exactly. Well, well, it depends on the venue. And the two of you talk for maybe, let's say, at least five minutes. And mm. kind of as long as you're into the conversation about the logistics of traveling with equipment. Yeah. And how sometimes you need two vans. And mm. sometimes it's okay to do one van. But now that there's mm. a dancer, it's two vans. Yeah. So that conversation goes on for as long as you like. Yeah, it goes on for a good amount of time. Like, what kind of upkeep does the equipment need? Like, because if you're taking it down, setting it up every time, do you have, like, you know, mechanics on hand? Or is it just the traveling staff? Most, well, it's some of those duties are split between Magnus and myself. Mm. Most of the things like the pyrotechnics, the lighting, that sort of technical aspect that's all on Jim. And then LaShawn does uh, the makeup and costumes. And then Jessica does whatever the fuck she does. But it's fine. Um, Yeah, so it's sort of um, me and Magnus that would um, traditionally would take care of the props that are a part of the act. Uh Yeah, so if there's wear and tear, one of us at least would see it. We'd usually notice it during the show if something starts sticking or yeah, that kind and it of wasn't thing. anything funky going on that you noticed. Oh, you think? Mm, no, I think everything went pretty well. There was um, we have hands on with everything that's on stage. We make sure that everything works when we're setting it up, mm. and then there's usually a second hands on sort of review of equipment before the show begins. And we did that and there. We didn't find any issues at that point. Does anyone else have access to the equipment between the second hands-on and the show? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, Jessica's on stage. Oh, yeah. Whether you want her to be or not, she's there. Mm-hmm. And no, I mean, you know, LaShawn is in and out. Jim is in and out. Uh, when Joey shows up, he feels like he can go anywhere. So he'll be on the stage too, because he likes to pretend that he knows something about show business. I fully understand like managers and agents, they, they like to get their grubby little hands on everything. They have their place, but it's usually not Not, at the show. Yeah. Like they should, I mean, you know, I respect their job and you know, they're important to the industry or whatever, but like, if you say so, I like all of that, but like, you know, they, they, they can, Take a step back. No, no, your place. Don't get in the way of the art. Exactly. It's just exactly. what I'm saying in my experience. Well, you're you're not alone in that. Would you like to meddle, or do I you would have? Like to. Yeah. What is your approach to meddling here? 
<laughs> and asking Anthony about the the mechanics of the show and could I get him to like walk me through some of the the mechanics of that last trick how that was supposed to work yeah I guess uh, I can walk you up there and show you a couple of things um yeah I'm, I'm just real curious yeah okay and I'm sure Burnett here could sniff out if anyone messed with it yeah so you got the all right yeah he stands up and offers you his elbow it's like, Thank uh, you. Yeah, it looked Bonnet like you could. takes it. But did you say Bonnet? Bonnet takes it. Oh, okay, excellent. So Bonnet is holding Bonnet <laughs> and putting a little paw on on Anthony's elbow. Okay, gentlemen. And the three of you go up to the stage. The, the camera is giving us uh, a split screen here because in the background you can see that Bertie and Georgie are on stage. It looks like they're over near Jim. Anthony leads you over to the side where the tank is mm-hmm. and starts walking you through a couple of things. Mm-hmm. If anyone from the guild finds out, I'm going to show you how to do this trick, then we're both going to get in trouble and you don't want them coming after you. Oh, nope. Shh. Can you roll to metal? I would love to. All right. And this is disadvantage because I'm tipsy and I love Bennett. <laughs> that is just barely a seven maybe it's because you're a little bit tipsy Mm -hmm. you don't even though he walks you through this illusion you're not really retaining much Mm -hmm. there was a switch i don't know Uh, there was a way to get out i'm not sure i think he said that take notes if you were put in here you wouldn't be able to get out Mm -hmm. and he just showed you how to get out yeah but he seems really amused at the fact that you're trying really hard to follow along mm, yeah. and not really retaining things. Yeah. So he has finished explaining this trick as well as he could. Mm. You're still sort of looking at these pieces of equipment and wondering how pieces fit together. Yeah, Panette, you got all that? And after a moment, he sort of lowers his voice a bit, looks over at Jim. And you can see he sort of like looks out at the others. And it looks like he's sort of focused in on someone. And then notices that you're looking at him. Mm. And kind of comes back and says, yeah, as you can see, uh, nothing here. Nothing here is out of the ordinary. Everything is set up the way it needs to be set up. What were you thinking about in that big old magician's assistant brain of yours? (sighs) His eyes go up. He smiles a little bit. He says, oh, no, it's just gossip. You wouldn't be interested in that. Oh, my God. Tell me everything, please. I need this. For Bonnet. For Bonnet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do it. See? Her ears are open. She's ready to hear. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you something in confidence. And, you know, in the next hour or so, I doubt that. You'll see any of us ever again. Mm-hmm. But the thing that has been on my mind lately, this morning when we were loading in, I saw something that sort of stuck with me. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, that's fine. I'll, I could tell you. Yeah, tell me. You've met LaShawn, right? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Anthony is looking out at the audience at where LaShawn is. And LaShawn mm-hmm. and Joey are talking to your brother right now. 
Ugh. What would you say if I told you that LaShawn recently had a secret wedding ceremony with uh, with someone in our in our little family here? Jim. Oh, you're good. Yes. Mm. He did. He did. I knew it. You are a theater folk, aren't you? Yeah. All right. Now, that's not the fun part. The fun part is that when I saw LaShawn this morning, I also saw something pretty uncharacteristic of him. That was that his lipstick was out of place. Jim was on stage at the time that I saw it. And uh, I couldn't help myself. I made an excuse to get a little bit closer, and there was no sign of any lipstick anywhere on Jim. Mm. And when I made my way back to LaShawn, his makeup was back to being pretty pristine. Mm-hmm. You might be um, implying that perhaps mm. LaShawn was um, engaging in a certain lip-related activities with someone other than uh, their um, their husband. Yeah. Very interesting. I've been doing this long enough to know my way around a a tube of lipstick. Mm. And I can also tell you that even though they thought they were being very sneaky when they came back secretly married, that it wasn't that big a secret. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can also tell you that their marriage is not one that would include a third party. Oh, yeah, you know, you always got to consider that. Yeah. But that's a thing you know. Hmm. Interesting. So what's been on your mind lately? On my mind has been my child. And I hold up Bonnet. This is my everything right now. Okay. Mm. We gotta get this buddy away from her. Also the murder. Also, that's been on my mind. But this is what's keeping me... This little angel is what's keeping me going right now. It's all I've got left. Right. My friends are elsewhere right now. My friends went somewhere else without me, and I've just just got this fluffy little angel. Georgie and Bertie, you came onto stage, I think, to talk to Jim. Yes. Seems like a great idea. Well, you can see Jim here. It looks like he's moving around the clutter on the stage. It looks like he's trying to track something in the fly space. It looks like he's looking around the stage. And his manner has definitely changed a little bit. Georgie, from when you were just talking to him a few minutes ago. He still looks pretty calm, but he's definitely not as calm as he was. Jim, are you okay? Can we, can I help you find something? You seemed, you kind of rushed off while we were talking about your checklists. Is there, I mean, is there anything I can help you with? Oh, no, there's no problem with the checklists. Checklists, no, they're, they're fine. I, um, no, no, I'm just uh, trying to, you know, trying to break down, trying to respect the, the officers there. No, I got to go and talk to them in a few minutes, I guess. But um, no, I just want to start uh, cleaning up, uh, get ready to load out in a little bit. And um, yeah, no, that's all. That's all. Just um, just making sure everything's okay. Uh, yeah, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. 
Birdie is wisely staying silent. Sorry. (laughs) I love checklists so much. (laughs) And I've had that feeling. Georgie's had that feeling where, oh no, I missed something. I forgot something. Like this has to be what's happening here. (laughs) You can, you can absolutely. So, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that your intuition is correct. Okay. Um, because you know, checklists and you know what you feel like when you realize you missed something on your checklist. (laughs) So bad. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's not in a mood to sort of stop and confide in you in that way. It looks like he is still like he's talking to you without kind of looking at you because he's still moving around and still trying to find something. What are you looking for? I'm not, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just getting ready to take things down. As soon as I get to go ahead, I'm going to start to break everything down. So I just want to remember where everything oh, is. There's a few screws loose that you're missing. You know, I've, I've been there. Anytime I go to Ikea, I always end up with like two extra and I'm like, where do they go? You know? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. 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 So I totally, I totally understand. Um, I'm trying to annoy the fuck out of him. So perhaps... Um, Georgie can find something while he is distracted. I'm just like falling behind. I'm like, so like, how does this work? Do you just, are there like buttons you press in order to make like the lights happen? Like, are they on your belt? Are they, where do you have them? Is it like a little like stamp, like dance dance revolution? Have you ever played one of those at like the arcade? Just the worst, most trivial annoying shit that birdie can spout out of her mouth continuously yeah (laughs) uh georgie birdie has distracted jim and he is not paying attention to you you can see that renette is distracting anthony and neither of them are paying attention to you and it looks like everybody out in the audience is busy huddled up in conversation and you're pretty sure that no one in this entire space is looking at you at this time. Okay. Table talk. Cause I feel like I maybe have a couple of options. Take his shit. Sorry. I, I could. Yeah. I could try to take his checklists, which I would be rolling at disadvantage to do because I mm. am tipsy. Ooh. <laughs> I could try to find the missing tools potentially if no one's watching i could maybe have free run of the dressing rooms and backstage area that is true or other that i'm not thinking of it's all fun and games until we fail every single one of our <laughs> checks we, and we try to roll a night move <laughs> No man, I'm pretty sure Bonnette is gonna be the secret to you. You, I'm never letting you anywhere near a fictional animal ever again. <laughs> oh, we're yeah, we're 100 percent following the lead of the White Rabbit because I love that so much. Oh my god, Bonnette knows all of the answers. All right, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever, whatever you feel, Georgie would do in this moment. She's still tipsy, so. Is, does she still feel a little more frisky, a little more confident? Take pictures of the checklists. <laughs> I have to get the checklists first. Yeah, but when you... Oh, no, you dropped this. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> he, he did put them back in his belt. 
Mm-hmm. How, so, secure, how secure does that pocket look that they're the <laughs> belt pocket that they're in? <laughs> well, it's a it's a big old leather uh, workman's tool belt with lots of snap pockets. But the pocket that he put it in, he did not snap it closed. It's not snapped. You got to snap that. Okay. Okay, worst case, you just pants them. You know, that's fair. <laughs> that's I not tripped. too bad. I tripped. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's probably okay. because your tool belt is too heavy. Here, let me take some <laughs> stuff out of it for you. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going to try to get those checklists. <laughs> and um, the way that I'm going to... I'm just going to describe how I'm going to try to do this before I roll whatever it is that I have to roll. But the pouch isn't snapped shut, so the papers are just kind of there. So I need to be able to, like, jiggle them out. The idea being that they fall out and either he doesn't notice and I just grab them, look at them, and then hand them back. Or, you know, oh, no, hey, what's going on? And then, she like, anyway, that they're loose now and she can find a way to work with that. And so she's going to take a knitting needle, for a straight knitting needle from her bag, like a eight or 10 inch one just so that she's not like right up next to him while birdie is distracting him and she's just gonna kind of like try to flick flick the papers out of the pocket okay roll the meddling move i think it's probably composure because she's probably trying to be very like still and steady about it like slowly getting that needle in there and flicking out the paper all right. Okay, and I'm rolling with disadvantage. <laughs> yup. Okay. <sighs> That's still a nine. <laughs> I move kind of behind and just out of eyesight, so I'm not in his peripheral vision at all. And I take the the flat end of the needle to try to hook the papers. And I just slowly push the needle into that open part of the pouch to catch like the folded edge. Cause he said that they were folded up and kind of stuffed in there and just kind of like slowly like jiggle them out a little bit at a time. So it's not one big motion. So they hopefully would fall out without his noticing or without him suspecting that someone had caused this to happen outside of his own not buckling their or buttoning the pouch snapping the pouch they start to come out they're coming they're jiggling they're sliding do you try to catch them before they hit the floor or do you move in to like get them in your hands when they come out Maybe she's trying to lift them out on the needle and pull them back like we're fishing, kind of. Like, they're not going to fall to the ground. If she's lifting from the fold on the paper, the crease in the paper, she's slowly going to... I need to use a better word than jiggle, but that's all I've got right now. Yeah. (laughs) So she's pulling them loose and then just trying to, like, lift them back. And then if he turns around, she can just drop it. Like, I don't know. You get the papers up. They start to come out. You sort of come in to use your hand to, like, get them so that they don't fall to the ground and sort of scatter on the stage. 
And there's kind of a moment where it looks like he's about to turn because he's kind of moving around and still looking for things as you're doing this. And he makes a sudden turn just as your hand gets the papers. And you get them and are able to put them behind your back right away. But the needle gets stuck on his belt and ends up in the pouch. So it's out of your hand and the pouch kind of closes shut. And you can definitely see the end of the needle sticking out. But he sort of looks back and sees you and then goes back about his business. (laughs) That feels about right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Bertie, you had a good view of that. You saw this whole thing. Where is it? Is it like on his side pocket, his front or his back pocket? The pouch was on the side. Is it on like my side or is it on the side? I'm just wondering like angle wise, because I might try to do something. It feels like you were distracting him on one side and Georgie was behind on the other. Okay. Pull out my phone while I'm still like ranting at him. And I send her uh, a text with emojis that's pretty much just like, camera emoji, like two exclamation points emoji. Now, like take a picture now, get it back in there. I'll fucking do something to fix it. I'm just trying to distract him for a little bit longer so she can take a quick photo. And then I have a plan to get her needles out. Needle. Uh, Georgie, where are you going to take these pictures? I think I'm just going to walk back because where the trap door was, that was just sort of like out of view from Jim, right? Yeah, down the down the back steps into the hallway, and then you're you can be hidden pretty well. Yeah, I think I'm going to take a couple steps back and then take pictures of the checklist really fast. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. You get down these steps, first page. There's like maybe four pages here. So you're not looking at these at all. You're just taking pictures. You're not going to try to retain any information at this moment. I think the only thing that she would be trying to retain, she is not looking for like the contents of the checklist. She is looking for an item that wasn't checked. Like that would be the only thing that she, I think she'd be looking at like a, a box that wasn't checked or like something that was like something that was circled, that kind of thing. So the first page looks pretty good. It's about what comes out of each box, uh, each each traveling tote and crate, and that seems all fine. Second page seems fine. Looks like everything was there when he was setting it up. And the third page is about testing things. And it looks like there's two columns of check marks for each item here. And the first column, everything is checked off. And then it looks like in the second column, which is the triple check before the the audience comes in list, it looks like there are a couple of boxes that are not checked, including pyrotechnics, including getting on the ladder and double checking that all of the special lights are securely fastened. It looks like those were not checked again before showtime so the pyrotechnics and the lights weren't checked right that would explain the loose light (laughs) now that's not a clue that might be a lead you get to the fourth page and it's not a part of the checklist it is a restraining order that jim asked 
to be filed against Joey Gold. And you're looking at this as Brett comes jogging back down the hallway, carrying a stretcher and a big bag. Looks like there's some blankets over his shoulder. And he comes up and says, Oh, thanks for waiting. Nobody tried to get in there? No, not at all. I left this note even just in case I turned my back for a moment. See? No touch. Oh, that's that's great. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. I appreciate that, Miss Sullivan. My pleasure. Um, I'll just uh I'll just be out of your way then if you don't need me to watch anything. Oh, no, yeah, I, I understand this can be a little um disconcerting. I gotta crawl back under there and get that guy on this stretcher here. But uh all right. Do you, do you need moral support? Oh wow. Uh hey, I hope it's okay. Is I mean, since you asked. Um, you know, sometimes you bring those cookies down to the station. I gotta say, I, I am in love with your snickerdoodles. If, you know, I don't want you to go out of your way or anything, but then if you happen to have extras and you happen to have them next week, uh, that would, uh, you, you know, that's, that's too much. I shouldn't ask. Brett, that request is actually so flattering i if cookies will make you feel better i will happily bring you the snickerdoodles oh thank you i i appreciate that they're 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 fantastic no but i'm okay i can get this stuff under there and um i can take care of this i you know it's it's the job it's my job and brett crawls back under the stage Georgie, what is your plan to get these documents back (laughs) oh don't worry don't worry i have a plan I have the best plan. I'm okay. just staring at Georgie when she comes back. Still talking. Uh, Georgie like holds the papers and she's like, like kind of acts out. Do I, do I drop these? Do I hit, put them back in the pouch? Like <laughs> she's making all these hand gestures, hoping that Birdie knows <laughs> what she's asking. I'm just going to apologize in advance. Um, she's going to like <laughs> still be talking and go over to Georgie like oh my god georgie everything has been so hard and just give her a hug and grab the papers from her and then turn back around with them like behind her back um and she's like so yeah anyway what you were saying and uh goes over to him and um she's going to attempt to trip on him grab the needle and shove the papers in at the same time and I think she thinks it's going to go perfectly. I do, too. <laughs> if you successfully roll the day move. Okay. Um, I feel like it, I'm going to argue that this would be a vitality. That makes sense to me. Pure okay. birdiness that's going to make this happen. Right. Now, your ankle is fine. Yeah. You're still a little tipsy. Uh-huh. Um, this is going to go fine. Yeah, I think uh, I'm sure that rolling with disadvantage is not like a problem for you. What is the worst thing that can happen here if something goes wrong? Mm, so many things. I could twist my ankle again. <laughs> yes, you sure could. Um, or, yeah, like I joked earlier, I could accidentally pants him. So many things. He could drop what he's doing and accidentally like set off a chain reaction to mess with lighting. You're wearing nice like boots, boots right like, I think, like yeah yeah um, roll that day move 
So that's with disadvantage. That's a six. Unless this reminds us of something that happened to Amanda Delacourt. Yeah. Gold Crown mystery move is still on the table. Oh, uh, man. Uh, you know, any maven can say that. Do you want to go for it or? Sure. Georgie's watching this happen and it reminds it's her slow motion. No! <laughs> and it reminds uh Georgie of the gold crown mystery. The keys of murder. In which Amanda Delacourt was trying to steal keys from a security guard who had locked up what she supposed was evidence behind certain doors in a home and it didn't belong there and she needed to find it. So she stole the keys and part of her grand plan was to take the keys, unlock the doors, get a good look at the evidence, and then return the keys before anyone was wiser. She was trying to lower the keys back into the guard's pocket and she nearly tripped. In fact, she did trip and began to stumble forward, but a sound from around the corner caught the guard's attention and he actually turned into the keys allowing them to fall into his pocket and went around the corner to investigate the sound. And Amanda, although she tripped and fell, was never noticed and she was able to complete her thievery and returning of the keys. Yeah, and that is almost exactly what happens with Bertie trying to get these documents back inside of Jim's pouch. Bertie, you get these in, you get the needle out, and it did involve some sort of like falling into Jim and him catching oh, you. Oh God, my ankle! Sorry. Oh geez, yo, you okay? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, twist, I twisted it earlier. So whoa, you know. It's fine. I'm an old woman and I never uh, move oh. correctly. I'm sorry. I'm not being more helpful now. I'm just, uh, you know, trying to get oh, my head no. into. No, you're good. You're good. You're so, yeah. you, thank you so much for humoring, humoring an old, an old sweet lady. Um, super sweet and old and feeble. Um, thank you so much for talking to me. It's been a really weird night. So I just appreciate the conversation. Anyways, I think I'm, I think I'm good. I'm going to stop bothering you now. This is lovely, but I'm, you know, just got a little you bit of work do your to do. Work. Just got you some do work, work to do. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. <clears throat> Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We good. Yeah. Cool. 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 And a few minutes later, the three of you have left the stage and you're back down in the audience and you're just now getting to a point where you can confer when Fern approaches the three of you. Looks kind of upbeat, maybe uh, less stressed than normally. It's when Bunette. You... It's the bunny that's doing this. Fern looks good because she saw a bunny. Oh, I, I love bunnies. This is fantastic. I, wh where did you find him? This is your new bunny? I just found him. Secret you... bunny. Yeah, you just found him, and he's 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 so sweet. He's so sweet. This and is Bonnet. She tries to tickle Bonnet's nose, and Bonnet kind of yeah. like wiggles front feet up in the air. 
So cute. Yeah. The three of you, did you have something you wanted to tell us about the wizard's death or something? <laughs> the wizard? <laughs> yeah, this is... Isn't this some? This is like a magic show or something. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The wizard. <laughs> oh no! Well, they told us that the magician died. Is yeah, that... magician. Yeah. Magician. Yeah. He's and this isn't some like <laughs> fantasy Dungeons and Dragons game. Fair. That would be ridiculous. It's <laughs> crazy. Can you yeah. imagine playing a game like playing going a tabletop to a RPG involving like a word? <laughs> can you imagine that Bonette? she looks very confused and doesn't really understand the distinction but kind of gets past it i'm gonna want to talk to the three of you since you're still here and you've been you know a big help in the past with me kind of solving murders i guess yeah, very um, helpful yeah um i have to talk to uh that guy up on the stage there first but mm-hmm. um um, Renette, can I ask you a question though before um just Yeah. Uh your brother. Mm-hmm. He's not married, right? <laughs> oh fuck. I I is he is he I I think he is. Oh. Oh he okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's good to know these things. But like we can change that. Why? Why are you asking? Oh, no reason. I just, you know, there's, you know, sometimes we buy each other presents, I guess. How old is Fern? Isn't she like... 12. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Wait, we we uh, did establish she was like 27 or Yeah, but still, or my something, brother right? is... Yeah, my oh, brother God, is right. twice yeah. her age, at least. <laughs> sometimes... Co-workers buy each other presents and things. And, um, you know, we hadn't yeah. really talked about that. So I just was just, I was just curious, just curious. Okay. No reason, no reason. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. What um, I'm hearing after this is we all need a girl's trip. Yeah, girl's trip. Because there's a lot we got to process. A I lot. think that'd be super fun. Fern, do you want to go on a girl's trip with us? Like after the murder stuff is solved. After the murder. First murder, solving it, and then girl's trip. Yes. And also, please know that I do not uh, give these invitations out lightly. So if you do say no, I will hate you forever. Of course I do. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Are we doing that, like, thing for your birth? But, Georgie, have we have we told Renette about the thing we're doing for her birthday? So it's birthday what? Hmm? Don't worry about it. Talk to, don't your, talk to your rabbit. It says, it's a, don't think about it. Oh, Bonnet. hey, look at this. Look at this hat that I made for Bonette. <gasps> it's a little top hat. Okay, so Fern, we're going to a Ren Fair. You have to keep it on the DL because Renette doesn't know. Um, but it's gonna be super oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna go to that. I have a I have some garb and everything. Cool. Okay, girls trip. Wow, yeah, a oh, great. We'll talk more after the yeah. inter- after we yes. interview you about murder and things. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll okay, get the murder yeah. stuff out of the way. Right, right, right. Okay. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, whatever. See his little bunny. Okay. So uh, Renette. Renette. Huh. Mm. So like maybe we can <laughs> like wrap this up really quick because I think I think I need a breather. I need to go sit in my car and like contemplate things. Yeah, we're gonna talk over the murder. Annette's coming with me. Okay. Mm. 
We're gonna get you um, fucking sober if it kills me. No. I'm sorry, but also I love your Willow. I love your facial expressions for <laughs> drunk Renette. Like the like the big drunk guys is my favorite thing, probably. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think we've passed tipsy for that one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember last episode, I was I was sticking with just tipsy, but yeah. it just felt all right to go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. 